Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. It's Punters, mate time once again, Friday the 8th of December, 2023. The year is drawing to a close rapidly, as is uh, Sam Highland's time on this show for the rest of the year. Sammy? Good afternoon to you. Cresso, hello. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, I'll tell you what, last day of school today for 2023. Dropped the kids off this morning and... Uh, They'd be excited. Wasn't that a good moment? Yeah. Free dress today. Oh, and uh, Good, is it? Will went uh, dressed as Harlan, his soccer player, favourite soccer player. And, uh, where are we? Yeah, so it's on... Uh, it's, uh, Wait a minute. Close to, hol- close to hol- Wait holiday a minute. time. Yeah. No basketball player, favourite Are they Christmas presents? No, well, not, yeah, basket, it's basketball and soccer in our house. And uh, he, he, he changes up. He goes from one to the other. But it, uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, just an update on, on the uh, jerseys. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're getting signed as we speak. We're waiting oh. for them to come back. And uh, no, actually, they're getting sent to Melbourne, straight to Melbourne, uh, to mum's house. So, Waited. Yeah. Shipped. So uh, exciting times. They've been signed yet? If they're signed, they're worth even more. So. Uh, do you reckon? Yeah, well, they would money be. back then they would when be. you sell them. They when would you, be. When they? you put them on marketplace in a few years' time and they're too small. There better be, there better be a really good reaction when those, those <laughs> presents get over. Oh, yeah, I'll thanks. <laughs> so what else has happened this week? Uh, not so much. The grass so nice much. and green after uh, a bit of rain. The grass is fantastic. That's mine. Grass is fantastic. Uh uh, it's uh, yeah, it was good days racing last Saturday. I actually went out and uh, went out and walked the track with Les Tilly. Uh, I actually did it with him last year before Eagle that, Farm that, or Doombin. No, Doombin. Yep. And uh, yeah, went out there last year and and uh, he took out one of those country races and so he wanted uh, he wanted the the repeat. He he um rode that horse of Pat Webster's who I reckon he just struggles to get the mile, doesn't he? Um, he, he, but he gave him a peach of a ride. I tell you what, it was it was hard enough to get out there, get out and walk the track. That I was there waiting after the first race for Les Tilly, and the steward came down and told me that I wasn't allowed on the track on in my shorts. What? It's a big call. What do you wear long it? pants to walk the track? Then? It was a big call. Uh, so what happened? The barrier attendants had got shorts on behind the gate. So it, uh, I wonder why I that is. Uh, I think I think that it was all it was probably. It's probably all a bit much from someone going out and walking the track, doing a bit of extra homework, maybe. But uh, maybe it's your legs. Good on Les. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was my legs. Chicken legs? No, I don't think yeah. you've got chicken. You got chicken legs? Yeah, they're pretty skinny. They're pretty skinny. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, not not Bubba Tilly, but the, I think that who rode the winner of that race, Adam Sewell on Fire King. He yes. Have you seen that mullet? Yes. I don't even know if it's even a mullet. It's just a shocking haircut, isn't it? Outstanding mullet, wasn't it? Why would you want to get around with that? I think uh, I think we go put something up on social media. <laughs> Pretty rude haircut, oh, that was... one. The rudest haircut at, at uh, Doombin last He needs Saturday, to go back and anyway. get it finished. He must have left in a hurry because <laughs> half of it's still there. Gee whiz. It's an absolute ripper. Now, at uh, Eagle Farm tomorrow, we've got a cracking day of racing. Of course, the gateway is the highlight. Free ticket into the Stradbroke for connections of the winner. Not necessarily the winner, but connections of the winner. Uh, the feel and ready, which unfortunately has fallen away uh, with the scratching of Spywire this morning. There's only four runners at this stage in the uh, in the feel and ready, which is a disappointing result for a $200,000 race, an early lead up to the Magic Millions. Uh, the Kiramar 
Uh, David Eustace, Spywire, had that race well in its keeping. What a dollar ten it was, Sammy. Winks off. Wow. But won't be going around. Callaway Gal, the Callaway Gal for the Phillies is much more competitive. Uh, the Just Now for the Phillies and Mares. And the Bribies a cracker too uh, for the Sprinters featuring Prince of Boom from a wide gate once again. So a really good day to be had at, uh, at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Now, just some news. So Inter Dominion, have you been catching up with the ID23, Sammy? I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, caught up with a lot, but it's been popular been enough, hasn't it? And I, did, um, I, I was listening to uh, a few of uh, Chris Barsbury's calls uh, on Tuesday yep. and um, uh, just being in the car and going to pick the kids up. And, uh, yeah, it sounded like... Uh, are up and about there for sure. Well, Queensland's great hope. Leap to fame heads the points tally at this stage on 29. Narano 26. Better Eclipse, 26. And Swayze on 24. Future Assured is sitting there on 22. Now, the top 12 point scorers qualify for the final. And at this stage, uh, we're right down to our money rocks sitting at 16 points. That's for the paces. And, of course, final heats tomorrow night at Albion Park. And then the final next Saturday night at Albion Park will be an absolute cracker. Uh, the Trotters Just Believe heads there on 28 with Olavici. They both sit on 28. 25 for Plymouth Chubb. 22 Queen Alita and Musafa Metro sits on 20. And again, the top 12 point scorers will qualify for the ID 23 Trotters final. So keep an eye on those heats tomorrow night at Albion Park and then a week off, a bit of a freshen up, and back for the big one next Saturday night. Big news tomorrow, of course, Sammy, too, with the grass track reopening, at, or reopening new surface completely on the Gold Coast. Yeah, that, I'm sure that, well, obviously they've had lots of trials there, and uh, mm. it appears to have, um, you know, had the, had the uh, and, you know, a, a good amount of time to settle in and, and consolidate, so... Um, yeah, let's hope that all goes well there. But um, by all reports, people that have ridden on it uh, says it feels fantastic. Yeah, and uh, 12.54 is the first of seven races. I think they've got 12 and eight or nine emergencies in each, so a maximum field of 12. They're not going to overcook it. And we go back to the poly after that, and we'll race on the poly until the Magic Millions Carnival starts, which is the first week of January. Good stuff. So, uh, looking forward to that. I'm sure there'll be a big crowd on track tomorrow. That's just a it's a big event. It's always a big event when a new surface or a new track opens, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and and uh, I think um, that the camber's really popular. Yeah. They should race better there. It'll be it'll yeah it'll be really interesting to see. Um, good stuff. Now the the news of the week and this absolutely uh, caught me completely by surprise. This sale of Rose Hill Sam. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's you know don't like it. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, it's, uh, quite amazing. The, um, the, just some of the calls that are being made yeah. and, and in racing now. And, you know, I, I said it on trackside during the week. Are we any better for some of the big decisions in these pop-up races and, no. and all the rest of it? Are we any better for it? Uh, have we got new customers to the races? Because, by all reports, um, turnovers down, yep. suggestions, uh, numbers are down, attendance is down. So I don't think anything positive is happening with with anything that's been done. That you know they're telling us that uh, it's going to be better for racing, and you know we've got uh, you know there's the the sale of Sandown is is on the cards. Um, I, I watched something on uh, what Mooney Valley during the week that they're they're going to sell the inside to to somebody to put. Um, 
you know, maybe golf course or sports grounds. I mean, it's not a school fight. It's no. horse racing, mm. you know, um, which, you know, if that if that's the path they're going down, it sort of suggests to me that they've got no money, you know, like it's uh, they're running out of carrots. But, well, I um, thought Sydney Racing had plenty of money. They've uh, <laughs> They've been the ones that have introduced all these pop-up races there. I mean, we've got another $2 million race tomorrow in Sydney. Yeah. Another, the English nursery is worth about 600,000, but the, uh, well, this was the Villiers, which is now the Ingham tomorrow is worth $2 million. I mean, should that be worth $2 million? Look at the field. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah. You get I, the same field for probably 500. Yeah. I, I think, um, uh, yeah, I'm look, I, I think there's, there's fantastic history at Rose Hill. Agreed. It's been a, a fantastic uh, race course. And, um, yeah, I, I can't see the positive of uh, selling it and then having to, to relocate and start again. Well, um, why would you do that? Why it. would you have a perfectly good race course with a heap of history? Yep. Everything's already set up. Yep. No, we'll sell that and we'll find some other land in Sydney and we'll build a course there. Where yep. are you going to find land in Sydney, number one? Yeah. Why would you bother when it's already there? Yeah. Um, it's to me, and it sounds like there will never be another course. Dare I say Once it, it's gone, it's gone. Dare I say it that um, Adelaide is is oh, a look at that. Is, is a perfect example. A, exactly, a good example of yep. um, selling off. Uh, well, Victoria Park closed down. Selling off Cheltenham. Yep. Now they only have Morfordville and Morfordville Parks, and racing in South Australia is dead set cooked. Yep. You know, everyone's everyone uh, that. That had a presence there has left, and and now it's just sort of stumbling along, you know. Um, so I, yeah, it's it's yeah. I don't, it won't I, be. I think there's certain people in this country that won't be happy until we completely wipe out all our history. Yeah, in not only sport but a lot of other things as well. And it's just it's 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 sad. And everybody tells us that it, it's you know it, these decisions, all these decisions have been good for racing. And as I say. What evidence is there that it, ha it has been good for racing? The these huge changes that we've made so far, how has it been good for racing, you know? And it's, uh, it's as I say, numbers are down. So it's, it's, I mean, it's not billion. good. And, and then I, I, I did I read that um, Peter McGoran said uh, that sport is, is dying? I don't think sport's dying. Not at all. I mean, um, golf is going through the what? roof soccer is is amazing exactly. um you know yeah. sport is is flying it is you know um so uh yeah I, I, another bizarre comment I, I was like what what are you what are you talking about i mean five billion dollars to apparently future-proof racing in new south wales there's been a lot of money go through new south wales in the past four or five years racing that's been prop used for these pop-up races and in ridiculous price money prize money increases which Maybe that some of that should have been used to future future proof racing in New South Wales, instead of just bumping up races prize money where where that same field would. I mean, I'm telling you, an Everest for twenty million bucks, you'd get the same yep. field for four. Yeah, you would. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. We've spoken many times on these sh with shows that we do about race courses overseas. That get closed down. Yep. There's a heap of them in America. Hollywood Park was a perfect example, and there'll be plenty of other. Golden Gate Fields, I think, has gone. Yep. There's another couple gone or on the way out as well. Arlington Park, where they used to run the Arlington Million, that's just been bulldozed. So I hate it. Don't like it at all. The history's gone. Rant over, but uh, I don't like that at all. Last Saturday, we had a really good day's racing, as you mentioned, at Doom. And Zoo Style and Rothfire, they were great, weren't they, in the, uh, in the feature race? Yeah, just look, th those horses obviously went down south and they were just a bit sharp uh, down south for these horses. But then they came back up here and it's just that that 
next tier down, isn't it? Uh, yeah. These good races up here in Queensland are just that that tier down, and and you know he he didn't have the pressure that he did in Melbourne Zoo style, and and then um and then there you go, and if he gets a couple of soft ones in, you know he's obviously had his issues. I think he's had a wind problem, hasn't he? And maybe. Uh, I, I think um so yeah, it's it. It's just the difference that that different uh, that little bit uh, uh, less pressure and uh, yeah, it was good to see him win. Rough fires, he's amazing horse, amazing horse. Because yeah, and he gave Zustyle five Ks. Yeah, he's had serious issues and and yet uh, he gives a hundred and ten percent. He's he's a real warrior that horse. Yeah, out in thirty four ninety seven, home in thirty four oh eight. So that did help Zustyle. Um, yeah, I kicked myself after that race. I went and had a good look at myself in the mirror and said, well, what, how could you possibly tip the good big goodbye going around against class horses like Zoo Style and Rothfire? Pathetic effort. Um, they were great. Those two, they, they absolutely dominated the rest of them and beautifully rated by Ryan Maloney, who we had on the show last week, who was quite confident. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, and good to see Pug back in uh, in the winner's circle up here. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll have a, a great summer carnival. He will. Uh, Botontes won the Pirata Plate, kept going there. Fire King, as we mentioned, one of the winners of the uh, the Country Cups finals for Adam Sewell. Uh, acquitted was very impressive winning the Tails. Uh, west of Dolby, a bit of an upset result there for Brock Ryan and Ben Smith winning the uh, the Mode Stakes, the listed race. Uh, they flew. They went 21-41,000 to the 600, Sammy. That's <laughs> low flying on a soft six track at that stage. Uh, and that set that up for West of Dolby. I thought a bounding was very good there. We mentioned Zoo Style. Knight's Choice back to the winner's circle. They did knock back the $2 million plus for Knight's Choice. Went around the Golden Eagle, didn't fire. Good to see that horse back winning uh, last Saturday up to 2,000 metres and finished that race off well. And the face won again, the last race. So really good days racing at Doombin last week. Tomorrow at Eagle Farm is going to be even better. And then we get better and better and better until we reach the crescendo on Magic Millions Day. Now, speaking of jockeys, who's going to have a good, who are going to have a good carnival? Blake Shin's going to base himself in Queensland uh, from Saturday the twenty third right through to Magic Millions Day, Sammy. And I'll be doing my very best to get Blake on the show for a chat. Yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll come on board and have a chat to us. And uh, it's yeah, we're seeing quite a few jockeys uh, uh, do this, aren't we? We're, yeah sort of base themselves in Queensland for a bit and look at Damien Thornton. That was no... He was, was just no, here for a little while. That was no definite move, was it? And then uh, sort of parked up, had a bit of luck and then thought, yeah, I think I'll this start. This is a pretty good lifestyle. So uh, no surprise to see Blake uh, coming up to the sun for the summer. Summer carnival, he'll get good opportunities uh, over the next couple of months and especially the fact that he's basing himself up here and some... Mm. Um, it's not racing every day like uh, down in Victoria, and uh, it's a bit not of a the... freshen up too. Yeah, that's right. Just change of scenery, and uh, it's uh, yeah. I'm sh- I think it's uh, a good move, and you know, it's um, with so much racing and down down in Victoria, it's and and you know trials and track work and all the rest of it, and how competitive it is. It's you know, there's there's a certain degree of burnout that comes with doing this job, uh, being a jockey. I would. Yes. I would think, and and that's why I'm sure that influenced Blake's uh, decision. I'm sure when we get it, get him on, we'll be able to ask him. But uh, probably just wants to just take it easy for a couple of months, and probably uh, you know enjoy a bit better lifestyle and not be so under the pump, you know, because you. Uh, that's what it is down in Victoria. I know we get a lot of these jockeys come up here, and then they think, well, this is pretty good. I might come up for good. 
He'd be one I'd love to get up here. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's one of my favourites. Oh, he's like, top, a brilliant rider. top shelf, top class, and yep. and you know uh, down in Victoria that uh, you know that this business of all these night meetings that yes. are going to rev up over the next couple of months. You know, like you, you don't want to be going to the races at night. You know, and it's, getting uh, up the next day. I, I understand uh, that they're saying, "Oh, it's good for turnover, and this is when people want to have a bet and all the rest of it." But for participants, it. It makes the job really hard, you know. We're going to be racing Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, you know, and during the day as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's too much, too much. It's 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 getting it's tacky and it's uh, it's poker machine racing. I've said it before, and it'll be that that what will go on at that Caulfield inside track, the bike track. Wow, we that'll be. You could call it the velodromes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of jockeys. Good friend of the show, the Toowoomba show particularly, are the Gearin family, and Gary Gearin has uh, hung up the saddle. Congratulations to Gary. Uh, he's been a fantastic jockey up here, and and obviously, uh, uh, well, he's a Toowoomba Hall of Famer, isn't he? Really, yep. he's uh, and he's just uh, yeah, he's just a good, hardworking grafter, and 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 he's been a fantastic jockey in his time, and. And uh, travelled everywhere. I, I know he's uh, popular at the Birdsville Carnival, isn't he? He goes up there. Yep. And, um, yeah, it's uh, well done to, to, to them. And uh, they're, they're doing a, a great job with their horses, aren't they? Uh, Corey and, and, and Kieran O'Brien. Kobe O'Brien, should I say. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, they're, they're really, uh, gee, they're, they're really having some luck. And well done to Gary. It's been a fantastic career. And, uh, he won't be, I'm sure he'll be very hands-on still uh, yeah. in the stable, but uh, uh, just taking a step back from, from the pressures of riding. All right, let's have a... Look, I could have made Talking Point Rose Hill this week, but I'm going with something else. All righty. Now, this is probably more directed at you. Well, it is directed at you, Sam. Okay. Maddie Sears, good friend of both shows, yes. punter's mate and uh, the Darling Dunlow, is spearheading a push to ban night racing for early season two-year-old horses. After her young colt, uh, Bo Dazzler, was terrified and jumped at the lights when making his debut at Toowoomba recently. And then he, he did a terrific job. I saw this race. He rounded them up near the home turn. Looked like he was going to win. Then the Christmas parties sort of put him off down the straight. Do you agree with Maddie? Uh... So much. I, I think. Have um, you ridden two-year-olds under lights? Well, yeah, because you you do it in the morning, don't you? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. so they they do it track work. Um. So so you're working them, you're working them under lights in the morning. So. It's, what about it's at not, night? It's not really any different at night, is it? You know, it's just it's just up to the horses personality. Well, and, it might and, be in Queensland because it's lighted about quarter past four in the morning. So there probably isn't any lights on when they're working. Them. That's true. This time of it, year anyway. It's, uh, yeah, it's. So you're not. I, a, I, I think, you know, it's a, um, we don't see it that often, do we? You know, we, do we see it often enough that, 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 um, uh, it's, it's a big issue, you know, and maybe it was more to do with that horse. You know what I mean? Like, mm. uh, because, uh, yeah, as a, like I say, as a rule, we, we work horses early in the morning in the dark uh, under lights and, um, 
It's no problem so there. But you've yeah. never had one in a in a night race. Two year old thought, oh, this bloke's not handling. Have you ever ridden in a race under lights where you've thought, gee, this horse just doesn't like the light, so it's putting him off or her off? Uh, not really. No, no, not really. I always, I you know, I've said it before on trackside. I always wonder why at night it seems to favour horses on speed, and and I've thought about it a lot and wondered if they relax better at mm-hmm. night because it's under lights and do they, because they're not used to racing uh, under lights so much, maybe they just knock off and that, you know, the, the tempo of the races are run steadier, you know, for a long time, Mooney Valley, those night, well, there still are night meetings at Mooney Valley are, are pretty much on speed. You don't see many come from a long no. way back do you? and, and races are run at just a moderate tempo but is that because it's at the end of the day and the horses are relaxed better in front? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I just think it's, it's, it has to, you have to take it on board when you're looking at races at night that they seem to go that little bit steadier, you okay. know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know if, um, some people might be thinking that I'm, uh, smoking the grass there, but I don't know. It's, uh, All right, no, that's, I, 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 I want your opinion and I got it. But you know, as uh, yeah, as a rule, I, I, I don't know that. Um, I, I think it's up to the horse, you know, when individual when horse. they yeah when they when they do quirky things like that, it uh, it can just be, be be the horse more so than than uh, just being under lights. Well, know? that horse is going around, I think, at the sunny coast on Sunday, so we'll see how it goes in the daylight. Okay. Uh, today's guest on the show, Tony Gollan, it had to be Tony Gollan this week, Sammy. He's got seven horses in the gateway. Yeah, you think he's keen to get that slot for the uh, Stradbroke? Would have thought so. Yeah, thought well, we'll so. talk to him. And well, what we'll do is I'll, we'll try and get his top three. We won't ask him to rank all seven in order, but we'll try and get his top three. And I hope he goes with uh, with uh, Freedom. We'll get the name of that. Freedom, Ab- Freedom Ride, Freedom Avenue. What am I talking about? Anyway, I'll get to it in a moment. It is called, of course, uh, Freedom Rally. I knew I got the name right eventually. Freedom Rally. Racing continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And today we raced at Doombin, had a bit of a Christmas uh, meeting at Doombin with lots of Christmas parties out there. But tomorrow, Eagle Farm with the Gateway, the Feeling Ready, the Callaway Girl, the Just Now and the Bribey. Uh, we also raced, of course, at the Gold Coast. There were 201 noms for that grass meeting at the Gold Coast. Wow. Which was great to see. Rockhampton up north, Toowoomba. In the twilight zone, of course, tomorrow evening. And then we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Some country meetings aren't covered by the tab. Atherton, Bundaberg, Home Hill, Roma and Texas, who are running their cup. They're all tomorrow. And we've got a meeting at Emerald on Sunday. Atherton might be a bit of a question mark. Why? Oh, with the Jasper. cyclone. Jasper. No, nah, he's not going to hit yet. He's next week. Oh, is he? Next week sometime. But, uh, yeah, it's hopefully, no good. hopefully go- he does I'm, a year. I'm going to Noosa next week. No, nah, you'll be fine. Is think it'll be okay? Yeah. The only you might get some rough seas, but I don't think you're gonna get much in the way of bad weather. Do you ever get out in the water, Sammy, for a paddle? Yeah, well probably you wouldn't. Not really. I don't. Well, no. next week we'll be on. Next week's <laughs> not the time to try it. Put it that way. <laughs> oh, go on, get out there. <laughs> Zoo style hard against the rail leads. Rothfire trying hard, about a length away, but eating into the margin. Detuno has too much ground to make up. 100 left to run. Still Zoo style in front. He's fending off Rothfire, who's game if anything. Zoo style still with a lead. The margin narrowing, but Zoo style held on. Beat Rothfire. Of- He's a ripper, Sammy, isn't he? Zoo style. He's an he- absolute ripper. 
beauty. And one man who was very, very happy with that win last week was uh, his trainer, of course, Tony Golan. Tony, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon, guys. That was a very satisfying result for you. You could tell after the race. You were very pleased with that. Yeah, it was. I mean, old boy like him, he's been in the stable forever. And, you know, his, his form, I, I guess, was a little bit waning. I was, I was really keen to pull up in Melbourne and get him back here for the summer. Every time I've ran him in the summer in Queensland, he's been an absolute summer star. And to be able to get him back here and, and then to be able to get in these races with the right weight, I guess due to a Rothfire nominating you know, and accepting mm. in the race, it was just so important for our horse. And, I've always wanted to try and get him back to Doom. And I've always wanted to get him in the Doom of 10,000. The year I did, it was shifted to Eagle Farm. Um, <laughs> that didn't help me. And um, the getting back to Doom for the summer was absolutely ideal. I thought his run in the Swiss Ace was great, but you know, back on his favourite track, Doom, and he, he was brilliant. Yeah. And I'd said in uh, earlier in the show, Tony, did he have issues with his wind or something earlier? No, he bled, Sammy. He, yeah. First of all, he got nominated in two sales as, as a yearling, and he couldn't go through either. He had huge OCDs in his, in his front fetlock. So he had screws put in as, as a younger horse and he, he obviously couldn't. They would have got a, took a bath at the sales had they sold him. So they kept him and raced him. Uh, he bled in Sydney in the Galaxy. I think it was. He was about four in front. And, oh, I remember that. And he stopped yeah. noticeably yeah. and he, he had quite a severe bleed. So he's been a really tricky horse to manage throughout his whole career. Um, but he's just been a beauty up here in Queensland. His Queensland record is, is really good. And his Dooman record is so impressive. I think it's seven from eight now. He, he was very good at the sunny coast when he sat four wide, and then Ryan just rated him beautifully last week, didn't he? Yeah, he just couldn't cross at the Sunshine Coast, and no. Ryder inside of us didn't want to cross either on the big goodbye, and it just made it really hard. It was a day that you certainly couldn't cover ground, um, and then Ryan rated him beautifully the other day. I was a bit nervous down the back straight with what he was doing, but he, he knew what he was doing, so he tells me when he come in. And, <laughs> yeah, um, he yeah, it's all very well when they win. <laughs> oh, he, he he doesn't have any stress, Maloney, does he? He's so relaxed no. rider that he gives you a bit of heart palpitations yourself. But um, he judged the speed beautifully, and hence why Rothfire, when he got to his girth, he had to kick this horse, and he held him well through the line. I know there was a good weight pull, and the second horse was, was very good, but look, there's only one winner on the day, and it was this style, and I'm happy to take it. Now, is that it for him for the summer? Is there anything else around for him? No, this will probably be his last racing campaign. Well, I'm positive it will be. Um, we're not going to go on with him again next year. He's an older horse now, and he's had his, his, his share of issues. So this is going to be it. But he will run now in the buffering at 1350 okay. at Doomman. Good. Um, I've always wanted to get him out to that trip. I did as a young horse, wanted to get him out there. And just one reason or another, I never got him there. He was racing a bit aggressively. As you can see now, he's not racing aggressive at all. He's relaxing. Beautiful. So... If I'm ever going to try 1350, it's going to be his favourite track. So he'll never run the buffering four weeks between runs. And I think, um, you know, beat, get that bit longer race, steadier tempo, they'll just leave him alone and, and let him do it as he likes. I mean, if he, get, you know, as you say, if he gets a couple of cheap ones in there, he'll take a world of catching. Well, he come back beautifully mid-race the other day, didn't he, at 1,200. And he arguably could have went slower. Like, you know, yep. and Ryan rides him so well. He gets on with him beautifully, both himself and... Brad Stewart both have had great records on this horse and they both ride very similarly with good hands. So I can't see why he's, he's always had a pedigree that suggested he'd get the trip. He's got the action and the, and the physique of a horse that would want 1,400. So I think there's no better time to try him than now. Um, I didn't want to go back to Eagle Farm with him. His record there is just terrible. Um, so I'm looking forward now to doing with him. A uh, month between runs 13, 50. And yeah, it's something I'm really excited about, to be honest. Now, by my reckoning, we've had about six feature races so far during the summer carnival. 
Exactly. You've won five of them. The only one you haven't won was the Malula Bar Cup, and you didn't have a runner. So you've absolutely uh, it's hard to win flying, <laughs> flying, and uh, you know we should all just be backing your horses. But unfortunately, tomorrow in the Gateway, you've got seven runners. So uh, we want you to rank them one to seven. No, we don't. Can we just give us the top three? <laughs> Can you give us your top three and who you are most confident about? Yeah, no, no pressure there at all, is there, really? <laughs> um, I think the market's got the, <laughs> got the favourite pretty right. Um, yeah. Probably get out a little bit from the $3. It might even be coming out already. But uh, I think Freedom Rally is probably the top, top seed. Um, I think the guys looking at the map will have standing order somewhere in there because he just maps so well to be on speed with a race without a lot of tempo. Mm. Um, I think Count the Beans has got the right quality to run well in a race like this. My biggest query with him, he's never won a race on good ground, and we're definitely mm. going to get a good track tomorrow. So that, that's my negative on him, but he, he couldn't be going any better. Um, John Rambo, the horse Ryan Maloney's on, is an interesting one. Uh, he rated through the roof in that midweek win. He's always had the ability. We had to take him along very quietly. He's a horse that's got to... He's just got to do things right. He's got to switch off. If he can relax at the 1,400, I'm sure we hope there's more speed in the race than what there is on paper for a horse like him because he's got to settle. Um, but as far as I got the job ahead of her, and the wide draw, so I'm not going to give you three. I'll run through them all for you, unfortunately. So that's why I'll go back. You have the job ahead of her from that wide draw. Deer trails flying. Couldn't be happier with him. Light draw, very good first up. Can run well at the 1400. And Warby, he's in great form. So that, that's he my is. crew. You can sort them out as you like um, there. Warby's just got to be smothered up midfield and come with one run inside the 300. Very similar to how Ryan won on him at Eagle Farm, two start to go. He was a better win that day than what he was exposed earlier at Dooman. I think yep. Eagle Farm receives Warby. So I think the market's got it right. I think Freedom Rally is my, my main chance in the race. But I do feel I've got a very good informed team of horses going into it. You have. You could make a case for just about... Well, you could. You could make a decent case for every runner. As you say, maybe Sunset Soiree, not as much. But, you know, she's not hopeless. We saw what happened last year with TikTok Queen. No, she's... She, yeah, she's flying Sunset Soiree. She's going great. We've just seen have to get back on those 400 metre runs. She hadn't been as effective when she's got out over the mile 1800 and could race that bit closer. She was better. And just the barrier sort of dictates to where I'm going to be. So I think she has the job ahead, but hopefully we see her getting out towards the wave at the Gold Coast over 1800 again for three and four-year-olds. Yep. It'd be an ideal race for her. Just earlier in the day, uh, Barbie's sister, I thought she was outstanding on debut. They they went like the clappers, her and uh, Mashani Lily. Mashani Lily cracked early in the straight. Barbie's had a good kick. I thought she was still going to win, but she was a sitting shot. That was a terrific effort on debut. Yeah, she's only improved like that. She was able to have a week away from here, which is standard for us. On a 21-rate day turnaround, she'd come back. She only had the two pieces of work, um, one on Tuesday and one the Wednesday prior. So I thought she worked brilliant here Tuesday. She worked with physique, just sat behind her, and, and um, really nice piece of work. She, she's just... She's actually done a lot better, I think, in these last three weeks than what she did going into that first-up run. So... To, to my eye and to our, our eye here at the stable, she's only improved. Um, whatever tries to go faster than her outside of her is going to be going bloody quick. Um, I think she hits a lovely run off barrier one. and She's a quality filly. Race six is the bribery handicap. You've got four runners, but I backed all that pizzazz uh, last start. Do I jump off or do I go again? <laughs> go again. Yeah, I reckon. Go again, I, I reckon. I think that's five or six here. I was doing looking at the speed earlier again today, and there's a whole heap of horses that can go quick here. Yep. So they're not going to make life easy at all for Prince of Boom from 14. Um, 
And if all that does as can just step well like he always does and finds that spot six seventh just behind this speed, he can be very strong late where a few of these I think are gonna are gonna suffer the consequences of this early pressure. So oh, I think he maps well. Uh, back to the thousands, the only concern is a month between runs, he's, he's work, he's freshened up nicely, and he's a real competitor, he's a real winner this horse. Uh, now looking at your other runners, Miss Tambo in race number two. Class wise, I reckon she's very well placed. Yeah, she's probably one of the best placed horses I got all weekend. I think just race wise, she didn't win a, a heat for this series, but she was able to still get into the field, which was good. We we're hoping that she would. Um, clearly got the right form around her, and this race is good for her. She's been in a few of these slow run races of late. This is a race with good speed in it, so there's enough pressure here up front. She'll be mid to back and. And just and just cruise up and, and be strong late. And her last run at 300 in the final was very good. She was all but the winner. So I think she's got the right form around her. She's each way odds, and that's probably sort of who she is. But I think she maps well here. And just one other I wanted to ask you about. Race number nine is the benchmark 80. You've got self-indulgent uh, engaged here from a wide gate. Well, obviously come in a little bit, but I don't see any speed on the map. Oh, I think this one can improve out of sight tomorrow. She always does, and she's always first up. She's a fast yep. thing, and she just blows out, um, but that's her go, leading and controlling races or sitting outside leading the death. They're her two favourite spots. Wide draws, they never worry me with her. She hates being underneath horses, boxed in. She just doesn't travel. So I think she maps to get a really good run for her. Um, and off a good, strong 1,200-metre run the other week, she's improved. I think she's an outstanding chance. Yeah, so do I. Okay, so, Tony, your best of the day. As Sammy would say, if we got a house on one, which would it be? Barbie's sister. Oh, you go. Oh, lost their money on the other. Yeah, all the punters that lost their money on the other day. I think you can recoup it tomorrow. And My just, hands up. Just before we go, Tony, uh, the news that Blake Shin's going to base himself uh, up here for the next couple of months. Uh, that'll be a positive, I would think, for your stable. I mean, you obviously use a good selection of jockeys, and uh, but having yep. uh, Blake Shin in the riding ranks is is going to be a bonus for up here. Oh, he's a bonus for everyone up here, isn't he? You know. One premierships in Sydney and Melbourne. It's pretty hard to do. He's a good bloke and he's a good jockey. So we'll certainly use him. That's for sure and certain. He's going to base himself in, in track work in Brisbane, doing trials midweeks, the whole show. So looking forward to having Blake up here. He'll be a welcome addition to the riding ranks. Obviously, we have our guys we use week in, week out, and we don't jump ship sort of lightly. But we'll certainly be giving Blake some rides, and he'll, he'll be great for, great for the summer carnival. Tony, thanks for your time uh, this afternoon. We always appreciate it. You're a busy man. You've got a big day ahead of you at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Hopefully you walk out of there with more feature wins, and I'm sure you will. Fingers crossed, guys. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Tony Golan joining us there, Sam. As he often does, what, 10-time ten ten leading premiership? Last 10 years? Get Fantastic out, get out record. Last 10 hey. years straight, he's won the premiership in uh, Brisbane. So he's a uh, man to be followed. And as I mentioned, with the... Uh, with the carnival so far, six feature races, he's won five of them and uh, just missed out there in the Lullabar Cup without a runner. June 45, of course, won that race. Plenty of uh, plenty of bullets. And he's, uh, look, he, he's uh, he's an outstanding trainer, a great fella. And, and uh, yeah, it's great that he's always, uh, he, he always comes on board with us, doesn't he? So uh, he's great to chat to. And he's always really relaxed, Tony Golan, I reckon. You know, he's uh, just, just cruises along and... You know what? He, it's the whole stable is is just runs like clockwork from what I see, and I don't, you know, I'm not involved in her in any way, shape, or form. I remember early days we used to go there and interview Tony early in the morning, and he knew everything about every single horse and the yeah. meticulous, the planning that goes into it. 
I mean, you'll often hear him say, oh, I can't run this one here because we want to we want to run him this race and he's being set for a race next year. So he's so far yeah. ahead. I mean, a lot of trainers are obviously like that, but for the amount of horses that he has in his stable, uh, to be so meticulous as he is, is a credit to him and a credit to his staff. But it's just, you know, it doesn't just happen. No, that's it. And it's, uh, it's as you say, it's a really well-oiled machine and, and they've uh, been successful for... For a long time now, and uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, well, he's only a young bloke; he'll keep going yeah. for, for many years to come. So, it's. Uh, I mean, he's got the he's got the jockeys. I mean, he's got all the top jockeys riding for him, and he. I mean, that's not an easy task as well. Which horse do you put Jimmy Orman on? Which horse do you put Ryan Maloney on? Which horse do you put Ben Thompson on? I mean, there's a, obviously a science that goes into that as well. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. Those uh, the Black Soil bloodstock uh, team they they've um gee they've bought some really nice horses they've got some some nice horses and then nice young horses and uh they're uh, those colors yeah we'll be seeing them i'm sure featuring in the winner's circle uh, over the coming months well don't forget sure. they are training magic millions winning owners yes uh, the black soil team with skirt the law last year and I'm just looking at uh, the two-year-old classic this year for Tony. If you look at the nominations on the, uh, on the Racing Australia site, he's got plenty of them, but he's only got one in the three-year-old guineas, and that is Instagood. Okay. So just the one, but he's got a lot of two-year-olds uh, nominated there for the uh, for the big race on uh, in mid-January on the Gold Coast. So uh, best of luck to Tony. He's also got some runners. Uh, he's got some runners tomorrow at the Gold Coast. Rose Noir in race one. I see that. Yeah. Deep Dawn in race two. And Coburn Haven in race number four. I reckon that's a new addition to the stable, that one, because I don't recognise that name from anywhere. Sammy, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. We should go for a break. Should we go for a break? And when we come back from the break, we'll catch up with Givo, who might be otherwise engaged. Tip up some winners. I've got one at value this week. He's a favourite of mine. He's a favourite. Is he a blue horse? Yeah, he's a blue horse. He carries blue (laughs) colours. With a white cap. Yeah, and he might might be called Winston Smurfield. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Sausage time, Sammy. Oh, wow. Have you got anything this week? Uh, not off the top of my head. Nothing. I forgot about the You forgot about the sausage. I, not last weekend, anyway. I didn't have anything I was crook on last weekend. Uh, probably find something on Wednesday. No, that's okay. I'll, um, I'll lead the way while you have a look at uh, Wednesday's results. Uh, I've got one. Ocean Treaty, a mare from the O'Day Hoisted stable who ran last last week. Uh, I can't work this mare out. She puts in a good run. Then she puts in an average run. Then she puts in another average run. And probably next time she'll put in a good run. But for now, I've had it with her. So she goes in the bin. Ocean Treaty. She's gone. And one in Sydney. I really had enough of this horse too. A horse by the name of Fine Point, trained by Chris Waller. Uh, doesn't win too often. Looked to have found a perfect race last Saturday at uh, Rose Hill. Box seat run. In behind the leader on the fence. Just trotted, candid. Into the straight, first horse to go backwards. Just, I think it ran last in the end. It's a terrible, ah. absolutely terrible effort. So it goes in as well. I won't be touching either of those two horses going forward. Ocean Treaty, who was supposed to love the give in the ground, but that soft track was obviously too much last week. She ran like, look, there may, there may be excuses that we are unaware of for these horses, and we apologise <laughs> if that's the case because we'd 
No, no one upset no, anyone or hurt their feelings. The sausage. But, we're put, but we're I'm putting them in the sausage oh, Bloody awful. <laughs> you got anything or not? Don't back out of it. No, I can't. I can't. Uh, All right. Uh, we can put Sammy in the sausage yeah, file. Yeah, I'm going to put you in the sausage file because you haven't got a sausage. Uh, well, party. all right, Miss Miss Titlin, I'll have that. Yeah. Do you reckon that hurt me yesterday at uh, Geelong? That's oh, a pocket. Oh my golly gosh! And, and it hung in on Sally Fields, and it uh, oh, it's I was on at seven dollars. So Ten that's set. so that's a pocket sausage. Oh, I was just like, <laughs> oh. I, and even I woke up this morning and I was still cursing. There's another segment, pocket sausage. It's One that's sad. hit you in the uh, hip pocket really badly. And that's the only reason you're putting it in the sausage pile because it costs you big time. All right. Well, we'll go with those three for this week and uh, hopefully uh, well, we won't see you for a couple of weeks. In fact, no. we won't see you for a couple of weeks. Then we're on hiatus for two. We're not back to a magic millions time. You've got four or five weeks to find some sausages. Good stuff. You'll be cooking I'll, plenty I'll up, I'll I reckon, while you're away. I'll fi- I definitely – I made some last week. Really? I drove to Rockley, the market, <laughs> and I went to the Doona Butchers. Uh, shout out to them. And I made some chibapu cheese. Right? Oh, yeah, they're good. Uh, outstanding, yeah. I'll tell you. You made um, them with the casing and everything. I did make them with the casing, but I just – I oh. – I, um, bit of um, uh, baking soda, uh, a few um, – Cayenne. Cayenne pepper. Yep, cayenne yep. pepper. Bit of salt. Bit Good. of garlic. Ooh, I'm tasty. telling you, onions. Oh, it was oh, fantastic. You for a You've week. got too much time on your hands, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. He's always telling us how busy he is, Cohen. <laughs> Anywho, there you go. So there's the sausages for this week. On the Gold Coast, in the sunshine, a holiday paradise. Sammy, you've heard about John Rahm. Getting yeah. five hundred million dollars uh, to yes, join Live US. Yes. Well, our own Gibbo's read that and he's thought, well, if he can make that, maybe I can get something, something. Maybe not that much money, but if he's, I improve my golf, I might be able to get a, some. He's sort a of big off. hitter on the he Gold Coast. He is a big. He's, he's a, a big, big hitter, hitter on the Gold Coast, off the Gold Coast, everywhere he goes. Gibbo, you're on the golf course. Yes, I am, and uh, there is money involved. Playing skins against me youngest. <laughs> really? Oh. How much is involved? Yeah. Been a fill up after the last, the first five holes. How much you got in pocket? Ten bucks. Yeah, as lucky poles on it. <laughs> Bit different Sorry to John about Rahm. the mower. He's just coming. He's just coming. Followed us the bloke on the mower. I think it's because I just. Uh, well, we can't even hear him. Seriously, <laughs> I can't even pick him up in the in the background. So Turn that is on. all good. Now, massive day on the Goldie yep. tomorrow with the opening of the new grass track. Uh yes. Yeah. Yes, and been looking forward to it. All reports were were sensational off the um, off the trials. The jocks were saying it was ready to go, but my favourite part of it's the camber. It just looks it looks like a different tracker when you're getting at about the 200. Um, it's just it's beautiful. I, I can't wait to see how it is. Uh, decent fields. I think it'll be uh, a great day. The weather up here is sensational at the moment. So. Couldn't be any better. I think they said they're going to start on about a soft five, but it'll yep. dry out through the day. Yeah, well, be uh, the weather we're having, it's it's quite warm. So it'll be hard to keep it a soft five for very long, but we're really looking forward to it. I'm sure there'll be a massive crowd on track, and it'll be a really big social day and a, a really big occasion. So looking forward to that. And the best of luck to everyone involved at the Gold Coast tomorrow. They've done a fantastic job. The whole thing 
right from uh, the end last or this year with Magic Millions right through to now, I think has been very, very professionally done. So well done to all. Now, have you got a tip for us anywhere? Um, we have, I haven't got the prices there yet because I'm on the course, but there is a roughy in Brisbane. I think it's race eight, number six. Is it uh, Dream Hour, Rush Hour, something like that? Dream Hour, yep, in the gateway. There we go, Dream Hour. I just think, I think there's maidens and class ones, horses in this, and there is a couple of handy ones. The favourite goes good, Freedom Rally, but gee, I don't know. I think they've timed it perfectly with this horse. They would have aimed at it. It's got a turn of foot, blinkers first time, peaking fitness-wise. I just don't understand what $16, to be honest, so... I'm more than happy to just make it uh, me bet for the day each way. All right, so your best of the day in the gateway. Race 8, number 6, Dream Hour at Eagle Farm tomorrow. Gibbo, thanks for your time. I know how annoying it is when people ring you when you're playing golf, so I appreciate that. <laughs> That's fine, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Gibbo joining us there as he always does. Sammy, give us your best for tomorrow. Rightio. Uh, okay, I am just playing at uh, Eagle Farm at Doombin tomorrow. Eagle Farm. Uh, Eagle Farm, should I say. I've got Doombin. Why do I have got Doombin? Yeah, I don't know, um, but I'm glad we're back at Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm, right. And i tell you what. Now, I'm keen on this. I backed it this morning. I know what this is going to be. Race two, <laughs> number three, Winston Smurf Hill. Race five, number six, all that pizzazz. And race nine, number one, go Wanji. I reckon Ooh, they'll be winning. But the Smurf Hill at 20 to one. Get the money. All right, I am going my best in the gateway. Race 8, number 5, Freedom Rally. That'll do me. And I do like one in Sydney, Aristonis. If I can find that in a minute. Race 9, number 5 at Ramwick. South Australian horse racing tips on Twitter, at South underscore tips. Morfordville. Race 2, number 2, Midnight Mass. Race 6, number 5, Miss Kumi. Race 7, number 2, All Beans. Race 8, number 11, Wakanija. Deja again. And race nine, number one, La Defence. He's been flying. Follow him in. Sammy, have a great Christmas because I won't speak to you again. Thanks, Chris. Eh? Thanks to all the listeners. Have a great... Oh, we'll catch you same time next week on The Punters Mate on SEN Track. <laughs>